And that's right. Welcome back to Comics Exchange, your friendly neighborhood podcast. We're excited to bring you a special mini episode today. We've got an exciting interview from the one and only Ryan Otley. Ooh. That's right. We're going to talk about some free comic book day stuff, and we're going to give you a full spoiler review of Guardians of the Galaxy 3, but we're going to put that after the music at the end. We're going to do a post-credit scene, so in case anybody out there hasn't seen it yet, we don't want to spoil it for you. What's wrong with you? Yeah, that's right. That's a (laughs) good question. No spoiler zone here. Yeah, but hang on to after the music for that full spoiler review. You, but for now, we have the Galactic Ryan Shipley. Yes. Yeah, you've been upgraded. Look, I'm hungry right now that I could probably eat a planet. <laughs> Devourer of worlds. Yeah. I, of course, am the trusty Mike D and the owner of Knoxville's longest-running comic shop, King Bill Langford. Yeah, oh, nice. I didn't even know there was an opening in King's. Yeah, yeah. There, well, you know, Charles got it right now, but <laughs> so, it's not going to be long. No, no, no. Nobody, nobody likes that guy. No, nobody likes that guy. Um... So yeah, and it actually is funny because uh, his coronation was the same day as Free Comic Book Day, wasn't it? Like earlier that morning. I think it was like 5 a.m. stateside. I don't keep up with the Brits. You know, I don't. I don't. It's just, I know some people, that's their yeah. thing, and yeah, they, yeah, yeah. they all get caught up in the... I'm um... just too much pop culture. I <laughs> um, so Free Comic Book Day uh, this year, we were super blessed with the weather, right? Because originally they were calling for rain. Yep. Turned thunderstorms out. like all day yeah yeah it turned out that um ryan parted the clouds for us <laughs> oh, and, nice. uh, it was a very strong move yeah and, uh, uh, but no I, it was it was we had great weather yeah and we actually had uh, like a few people that were here before you got here right so i got here at 7 a.m yeah we opened at 10 yep and there were already i think two or three guys sitting yeah. in lawn chairs out front but you know what they say the early bird gets the demon funkos <laughs> Yeah, or gets the donuts. Ron brought some. Yeah. Uh, Ron and Paul stopped and got donuts for That everybody. was a great That's thing. Nice. Uh, yeah. Bill bought, brought donuts, and I got to be the guy that went out there and handed them out, you know. Uh-huh. Um, Stealing the glory. Yeah. There was a super cool thing that happened, and this let me know it was going to be such a magical and good free mm-hmm. comic book day. There was a little girl outside that was dressed as like a Harry Potter student, mm-hmm. a Hogsworth student, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and she had the cloak and everything, and I went out there. And she had a bird, one of the birds, I guess, kind of nest above the building, right. had swooped down and landed on her and per- just like would not leave, just basically was, became her pet. Wow. Um, perched on her shoulder, right? Yeah, it was super magical. That's and I was so like, cool. did you guys bring this bird from home? And they were like, <laughs> no, no, no. And I was like, this is a street bird. And they were like, <laughs> yes. Yeah. It was super magical and let me know, hey. Right. It was a sign from above. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of surprised that not as many people took the donuts. <laughs> there's, there's some people kind of looked at you kind of suspect passing out free donuts <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know in today's yeah. world it just seems i don't know yeah it, probably because i added the line hey i got more donuts in the van um but yeah so ryan uh he drove down from nashville right so yeah they uh he flew in i think the night before yep. and uh and came in i guess early saturday morning yeah and uh showed up the store probably about an hour beforehand Brought a bunch of his product, had a lot of art and yeah. uh, prints and posters and books. Super impressed uh, with Bucky's. And uh, yeah, hey, I guess he mm-hmm. had just stopped at a Bucky's in Crossville. And, yep, he had stopped at Brook. He said the brisket was top notch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but he, he set up with him and his uh, his partners that came down to help him. Yeah, and uh, he had a fantastic time, was incredibly nice to everybody. Um, yep. Everybody had a good time. Nobody complained. The customers seemed to enjoy him. There was no, mm-hmm. nobody complained. Nobody was like, you know, enforcing the 10 free comic books. We'd have to worry about that. And usually every year you have one or two people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, it seemed like 
I've not heard any, mm-hmm. like I was working the whole day going back and forth mm-hmm. and it just seemed everybody was super positive and happy, especially with Otley. Otley was giving time to people. Very um, gracious, very gracious. Yeah, very awesome. So the cool thing is, is at a comic book convention, his line's going to be insanely long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to get, get like you're a get, minute. You're going to get a minute if that. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You know, the guy behind you is kind of like pushing you in the back, like yep. kind of scooting you out of the way. Yeah. Uh, whereas here, and especially later in the day, Yep. Uh, people where they were hanging out with him, talking to him for 10, 15, 20 minutes, watching him do sketches. Yeah. Uh, watching him draw. I got to watch him do a sketch while I was waiting for my my autographs. I just I was just happy as could be just sitting there watching. You him were draw enamored it with it. It was yeah. it was awesome to see. It was the um I think we posted it on the socials. It was mm-hmm. the Harley Quinn as Power Girl. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It was just effortless for him just to do that masterpiece. It was great. Yeah. I mean, Ron, it, it really is like magic. It is. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's just so amazing. And you think, too, you look at this piece and you're like, this must have took hours. Right. Like your Ghost Rider. Right. You're right. Yeah. He did a fantastic Ghost Rider for yeah. me in the span of, what, maybe 20 minutes? Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's just uh, what I like the most about Otley. Obviously, incredibly talented. Mm-hmm. And he was uh, generous with his time, especially for us, like because yeah. he's... Uh, He's on the podcast later, but such a good, solid dude. Yeah, yeah, and uh, shared his popcorn at the movies with us. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was just like, because uh, that's always my worry when you meet somebody that has some fame or like mm. something like that, like how they're going to be in, in person. So my, uh, my experience here at the store is, for the most part, everybody that we've had in for yep. free comic day or for store signings, except for that one guy, <laughs> uh, everybody's been incredibly nice. So how does, okay, so Otley obviously, you know, uh, was supposed to come last year, but he kind of got injured right before he was supposed to come out. Right. How soon after like one free comic book day are you already kind of planning who you're going to try to get in? Already right now. Right now you were actually yes. planning for 2024, Correct. right? Like I was in talks with, I guess Ron Otley's, he has a, a kind of a business manager, an art manager. Okay. And I was talking with him about bringing in uh, somebody pretty big for next year. So yeah, it, it's it crazy starts, the names yeah. he was rambling off. I remember. Yeah, it's gonna be it's awesome. Gonna, it's gonna be pretty incredible. Yeah. But how does this work? So like, once you decide, hey, I'm gonna reach out. How do you get book the the creators? So a lot of times we'll reach out indirectly through their art rep. So okay. a lot of these, a lot of the artists back in the day, they would just kind of rep themselves. Like they would show oh, up wow. at a convention, uh, you know, they didn't have anybody that handled their business and they would just kind of handle the business themselves or maybe yeah. their, their husband or wife would handle the business. Yeah. Now most of them have somebody who not only handles their bookings at conventions, stores, whatnot, but also helps sell their their product, you know, their their prints, their, their original so art. So that way they can just concentrate on... All they gotta do is, is you know, be at this airport at this time. Yep. You know, the flight's already arranged. He's already, you know, this person's already booked all the stuff for you, your hotel, um, everything's laid out for you. Yeah. So they make it really easy. And, um, and now that before, you know, if you were a comic book artist, when you go to a convention, there wasn't a lot of money involved. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was young and I would see these artists at conventions, they didn't charge to sign anything, and most of them would what? do sketches for free. What? Okay. Um, not a huge blown-out sketch, but a right, backing right. board sketch. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, a yeah, nice, yeah, yeah. Um, wow. So, but now that um, once money got involved and they saw that there was money to be made, uh, a lot of them started getting managers and, mm. and art reps. And, and plus so many people would get art from them and then sell it. And rightfully so. Yeah, because so yeah, they, they deserve some they des- money. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, or they would do an incredible sketch for somebody at a convention and the, the person would be, 
oh, I, I've always loved Captain America. He's my favorite character. And the next thing you know, uh, they got it on eBay. Yep. You know, you're surfing eBay and you type in your name. Can you sign this to user 223410? <laughs> um, make it out to dear eBay. Yeah. 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 And so we were, we'll start talking to them beforehand and just kind of ask uh, generally a couple people if they're interested in, hey, do you want to come see the Smoky Mountains? Uh, do you want a do you want a okay. free do you want a free free vacation to Tennessee to Nashville or Docksville? Yeah. And I'll, you'd be surprised how many of them do. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's that's kind of the that's kind of the the quid pro quo is we'll we'll pay for a plane ticket mm-hmm. and we'll put them up in a hotel. Okay. And and maybe take them out to eat or maybe take them to a movie. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. In exchange, yeah, they they come out and do a, a store signing, and for them, it's it's an opportunity to to meet a lot of the fans, mm-hmm. and like I said, you get to talk to them, legitimately talk to them, not just yeah. you know be kind of like a cattle herd through uh, at a convention, yeah, and um and they they get to make a lot of money, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. no, right, yeah. I mean I think Otley was was yeah had made I quite a he bit, did, he did, uh, I think yeah. he did well. The line was yes. pretty nice for him, yeah, almost all day, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess then there's negotiations to try to figure out what you're going to do, like, or what you can offer that kind of goes back and forth a bit. Right. I mean, generally most of them are, are pretty willing to, um, to just come out for the plane ticket in the, the hotel room. Okay. So there's no riders. Cause I didn't see a, a bowl mm-hmm. on Ryan Otley's thing of just green M&Ms. No, no they, <laughs> there's not a lot of asks. You yeah. know, they they may they may want some comics when they're in the store. Yeah, I think Ryan had picked up. I, I hooked him up with some incredible Hulk. You were super kind, and he was blown away with your generosity with that. Mm. I'm not just like right. saying that. Look how great Bill is, but Ryan had but, picked out some Hulks. But go ahead, Ryan. Tell and, me. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sit back and bask in your greatness. But no, he, uh, Ollie had picked out some Hulks, right? He, like he had. during the day when it had slowed down a little bit, he was up kind of looking through the books and everything and he picked some hulks mm-hmm. and he went up to pay for them and you were just like no yeah no it's uh because well, how many times do i get the opportunity to actually give ron ollie something yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah zero no. so. yeah but i think it just kind of like spoke to how good this store is well yeah and you want to try and be hospitable in, in the hopes that maybe uh, not only will they come back yeah but when they're talking to their other artist friends yeah that they're not like Man, that comics exchange was terrible. Yeah, you know? but now you have a precedence. The next artist that comes in, if you yeah. don't give him free books, he would be like, <laughs> yes, this- "What? Why did I get a free book?" Yeah, yeah no, I'm just kidding. But uh, but no, I thought that was a general that was generous for you. No, he. I mean, it's the least I could do for for everything that he did for the store. Uh, he was a fantastic, uh, fantastic guest. And yeah, but I thought it was so fun to see people that you only see maybe once a year. Like I don't see our boy Sean Neff nearly enough. But I, I get to see him every free comic book day. Yeah, and it's, you don't come the same day he comes. But there yeah. are there are a lot of people that that show up for that day, and you see them that one time. And yep. But uh, but you hope that they develop a relationship and that you get to see them throughout the year. Yeah, and one thing I think we're gonna um, Jamie. Uh, she's been mm-hmm. on the on the podcast before. Mm-hmm. Uh, she came and hung out with us the first half of the day, and she took. She was so thrilled to see how many kids that yeah. we had in here because it was incredible how many fathers and mothers were sharing their hobby with their young kids yeah yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's really and it's a great day for that because most of the books that we give away are geared for younger readers yep uh, some of them are for older readers yeah uh, but the majority of them is to try and get new readers in the hmm. comics hmm. yeah so when you see a parents come in with kids and the kids are picking up a bunch of free comics and the parents are getting free comics yeah um yeah it makes you feel good 
One thing she commented on that she was thrilled to see were so many little girls and mm-hmm. uh, females in the shop that day. She was really impressed by that. Yeah, yeah, and that's something that, I mean, I've really noticed a, a drastic difference in the last 20 years. Yeah. There weren't a whole lot of young female readers when I first opened. Hmm. Uh, hmm. It's representation really matters. So it does, and, and just seeing that... Um, that there's someone that looks like you or acts like you or yep. feels like you in comics, it can be huge. And just speaking as someone from the South who grew up reading comics, I was always attracted to, to Cannonball and um, Husk and other characters that were from the South, uh, Remy LeBeau, Gambit, mm-hmm. just because, you know, they, they were kind of close to where I lived. And it was yeah. kind of neat that, you know, somebody from the state next to me or from somebody from the state below me was in comic books. Yeah, and it, it just seemed like uh, we had a really good selection of free comic books this year. Mm-hmm. It seemed people got like what they were looking for. Yeah, I did. And a lot of people took advantage of the really good sales. I like, also I mean, did some that. guy got that <laughs> Love and Rocket collection set that retails for four hundred dollars yeah. for two hundred bucks. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We sold a couple statues, and it's our biz, uh, by far our busiest sales day of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. yeah, now all your graphic novel shelves are all there, leaning to the side. <laughs> yeah. <big> gaps. <laughs> but that's okay. It'll give me a chance to restock. There you go. And like, I, I was super surprised too, is because um, I we had recorded the Tuesday before Free Comic Book Day. Mm-hmm. And this place was not ready for free company no, at that point. No. Um, yeah. I was scared what it was going to look like when I came in Friday yeah. morning or Saturday. But I guess you, Hollywood Paul, and Lane yeah. uh, kicked butt on that Friday, right? We Getting did. Ready. Yeah. And I traded some hours of sleep uh, Thursday night and stayed here late. And yeah. So, But yeah, I mean, it, we couldn't have done it. I mean, Jamie was a huge help. Paul was a huge help. Um, obviously Lane coming in so and then everybody that helped on work on free comic week day yeah like Jamie and um, uh, Sid sh- sure, Sid, sure I think this was all it was also funny because this was Sid's first free comic book day it was and he was very nervous because uh, but he did phenomenal oh, yeah, yeah. yeah he does uh, he, he was worried of it was so many people and um, the day before I think he had mentioned something to me and he said yeah. hey can someone just kind of stay by me a little bit and yeah so uh, yeah I was his guardian angel for you, like the first 30 minutes yeah and then he didn't need me you were his service right yeah and also hollywood paul great trivia questions this year so he eased up a little bit <laughs> yeah, yeah, last yeah, year he yeah. got a little alex trebecki with the questions yeah yeah we gave away some demon funko pops and some a bunch uh, of trades funkos. yeah yeah it was super fun i i enjoy i love free comic book day no it's 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 my, like i said it's one of my favorite days of the year and uh i just want to make a point of thanking all the customers that showed up and all our friends that showed up and every year it's really heartwarming to see the turnout and it feels like it's bigger every year yeah i really can't express enough how much uh how much gratitude i have in my heart for uh 20 something years now and then i guess that was like our 13th free comic yeah. book day Second done in, this, nice. in this building yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so it's it's i just want to say thanks to everybody and it's tricky for you because mm-hmm. you like talking to people i do but you were like i need to make sure that the line keeps flowing yeah yeah, yeah. so <laughs> you have to find like a happy balance but it's like i said some of those people you only see once a year so yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah. I, like i'm like i'm asking what's happened happening and uh, how their kids doing and what's going on at the job and yeah so yeah yeah smoother than last year a little bit didn't it i think it did like um yeah i think we had a good movement of the crowd to come in Mm -hmm. and i think yeah i think it 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 was really smooth this year no i'm already looking forward to next year yeah i'm excited when we uh get the announcement probably later in this year early next year we'll do the announcement but i'm excited we're in talks with i'm I'm pretty sure i know who it's going to be already yeah any um, hints any hints no not (laughs) yet but uh but i think everybody's going to be really happy 
Uh, but no, speaking of thanks and gratitude, I, I definitely wanted to say thanks for the generous uh, movie tickets. That was a, a special little, you know, icing on the cake at the end of the day. We all got to go see the Guardians of the Galaxy 3. With Ryan Otley. With Ryan Otley. Name drop. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I do think we all have a bit of a bone of contention uh, we need to speak yeah. about in our viewing process. And this isn't the spoiler section. No, no, no. But, uh, you know, we, we went to see it in 4DX. Yeah. And I think and for people that don't know what 4DX is, explain mm, it. Uh, well, it's like seeing a movie on a broken roller coaster. Yeah. <laughs> would be how I would describe it. Um, it. It's supposed to be immersive. You know, it's supposed to kind of rock back and forth and kind of miss some water and some sense. You might feel something run by your ankles. You might get punched in the kidneys. From, it's got 19 different effects it can do. 19. Yeah. yeah. I think we got all of them. Um, yeah. I was <laughs> I was not prepared. But before we go too much into it, um, you know, near the end of the movie, Jamie leans over to me and she was like, I just don't think I'm going to see another mm-hmm. 4DX movie again. I go, yeah. no, no, me either. But let's be nice. You know, they bought the tickets. When we go out, let's not mention that part. Let's just be full of gratitude. And we come out into the lobby. Everyone is yeah. complaining about the 4DX. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, one of the guys that came with Ryan Otley, big muscle, muscle bound dude. He had to get out of his seat and go sit in the aisle. It was oh, so intense. Like, I think he did it like once during the trailers and then once during the movie, he was yeah. just like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. Bill and I have done 4DX movies before, mm-hmm. but I do not remember being them being no. this insane. They, I think they dialed it up to 10 on this one. Yes, like something happened after COVID. <laughs> they right. were like, we're just going to punish people now. <laughs> um, I know, I couldn't even hold my popcorn in my lap. Right? No, no, no. Because I had to hold it suspended in midair like in zero gravity or else the the chair would move and my popcorn wouldn't go flying Mm -hmm. and then occasionally the seat in front of me would spray this mist on top of my popcorn (laughs) and uh my top of my popcorn would get all soggy yeah Yeah. and uh so don't get me wrong i'm off with a theater experience and Mm -hmm. i and and i think people need to go to theaters yeah for sure it's a social it's a social environment and it's, it's not anything you can replicate in your living room yeah that being said, <laughs> save the money, skip the 4DX, yeah. go see it twice in the normal theater. Because it's about the price, right. too, of two regular two tickets. Two regular tickets. Yeah. I've seen the movie um, twice. But I knew... And when... I had to go see it twice because... I, oh, yeah. yeah. So I went to go see it... The, so when we got to see it Saturday night, I went again Sunday. Okay. And I took Elizabeth, my oldest daughter. Yeah. Only because uh, I didn't feel like I, I gave it a fair viewing the first time. Mm-hmm. No, there was like... The more, the more suspense wasn't from the movie itself, it was more... <laughs> When's it gonna hurt me again? Because yes. at one point, uh, Drax gets shot, and they punch you in the back, yes. and I was done. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's an amazing hallway fight scene that right. I was getting buckled around so much that I inadvertently farted. Yeah. <laughs> like well, I, I, I'm, and, yeah, and, no, this is our classy Ryan Otley episode. Yeah, but yeah, it just was. And not only that, but out at uh, Turkey Creek, the the pinnacle. You order a large drink, and yeah. it's a, it's a six gallon cup. They're so big now. That comes with a straw in it, and so by halfway through the movie, I had to go to the bathroom. But of yeah. course, I'm not going to go because it's Guardians Three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the chair starts moving. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, and then I was just like, oh my gosh, you know. Yeah, I'm, and you got to strategically figure out when you're going to take a drink. Like yes, because the straw would poke the top of the roof of my mouth, <laughs> yeah. and uh, the chair would move, and I was trying to put the straw in my mouth, and it would keep poking the, the roof of my mouth, and. But you had this battle with your bladder for the last half of the movie. So between me drinking my own blood <laughs> and having to go to the bathroom, it it, it, it felt 
like one of those weird Japanese game show challenges? <laughs> yes, yes. Where you have to like, who's the one that can hold it the longest? Yes, yes. But I was determined to uh, not miss the uh, end credit scene, so I'm sitting okay. there. And luckily, during the credits, I don't know if y'all noticed, but they slowed down the chairs to where they didn't move. The cr- yeah, because they, I, I they like, didn't go, because I, I James like, gone! Yes, because I was like, if these chairs move during the credits, I'm out. Yeah. Right. That's it. Uh, but luckily they stopped during the credits and so yeah. I had to sit there for like 10 minutes of credits and then I went to the bathroom. But it's like when the trailer started, I was like, mm-hmm. this feels different than before. But yeah. maybe it's just because these are the trailers and they're the biggest action sequences. Yeah. Uh, I'll just say right now, if you hate your back yeah. and just want to destroy your back, right. see Fast 10. Because <laughs> 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 it's that's going to hurt you. And yeah. if you do get lids on your drinks, uh, Jamie and I each, I don't want to give myself away here, but we each got a, a little cocktail for the evening. They were mm-hmm. Guardians themed. They didn't put a lid on it. Yep. She handed me the drinks. I sat down. She goes, I'm going to go mm-hmm. to the bathroom. I'll be right back. And those credits kicked in, or the uh, previews kicked in, rather. And those drinks were sloshing all over me. I wish I actually had footage of me se- seeing myself. I could only imagine my expression at that time. I was there, it was going everywhere. Well, you I know, was and, the it, seat. and we wondered because we were leaving when we were leaving the theater. Ron said, "Do you think Mike's had a little too much to drink?" I said, and I Bill, said, well, do we I need s- to have a podcast that's just an intervention?" I said, "What do you mean?" He said, "Have you smelled Mike?" Oh, actually, stay tuned for the after uh, credit scene here. We're going to have an intervention for Mike. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, no it but no, it was. Uh, it was it, the movie. So let's let's just go. The, the movie was completely enjoyable. I love the yeah. I love the. This film. is our non Yeah, it's so but, good. But yeah, just skip the forty X. Skip the forty X. Like it's just, it's so frustrating because like some stuff that the forty X does mm-hmm. does really immerse you in it. Well, because Infinity War I saw in forty X, and oh. I don't. I, I liked it in forty X. I thought oh. it was yeah, Spider Man Far From Home was the same. Uh, but the seats didn't move nearly as much. There was a lot no. more downtime, and this one it felt like you, like Mike said, you're caught, you're on a roller coaster the entire movie. I can say too, Ryan Otley has decided no more 40x movies. <laughs> yeah, he was, yes, very, yes, he agreed He's with all of us after with the, us. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't think any of the group that was with us enjoyed no. the 40x. No. no, yeah. But speaking of Ryan Otley, mm-hmm. why don't we see what he had to say here at Free Comic Book Day? All right, everyone, so here we are at Free Comic Book Day 2023 at the Comics Exchange with a very special guest on hand. We have the amazing Ryan Otley. We're just going to ask him a few questions and uh, spend a little time here. Well, Ryan, uh, first of all, we want to thank you for coming to Comics Exchange for Free Comic Book Day. And, thank um, you very much. Nice to be here. Yeah, and we're surrounded by a bunch of your uh, fantastic work here that uh, you've done over the years. And uh, I think, uh, I guess what everybody's wanting to know is why not become an accountant? An accountant? Oh, man, I'm terrible in numbers, so yeah, I think I'll stick with drawing for a while. Maybe someday, you know, if you have a good accounting course I could take, you know, I'll, I'll give it a whirl. Are you offering to train him? Well, I mean, no, no, numbers aren't my strong suit. Is this his fallback in case the comic career doesn't take off? I was just curious if there was okay. something else that was kind of, you know, on, on the on the back burner. Is this because you were a lawyer to begin with? No, 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 not at all. But, he um, went to school. Got his law degree and everything, and then decided I'm going to open a comic book store. So, so five percent of lawyers become comic store owners. Most people don't know that. You know, it's, no, that's the can't be real. It's much less stressful. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but no, seriously. So, what, uh, what kind of started you on this, uh, the career in, in art? Oh man. Question from Curly Nerds Collectibles that said, uh, "What was the moment in your life when you were younger where you first thought, yeah, I want to draw, write comic books for a living?" Much better phrased. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've been drawing since I was about two years old is what it, my mom has told me, and she showed me some of my amazing two-year-old drawings, just scribbles and crap, you know, nothing amazing. Uh, but, I, so I, I always wanted, I always was fascinated with drawing, and I wanted to be an artist in some way, but I wasn't sure which, what kind. So, 
I, I got into comic strips and Mad Magazine and that kind of thing. And so I was like, oh, maybe I'll just do funny stuff. I would always do funny comic strips and that kind of thing. But then when I was 15, I learned about comics. I saw The uh, Amazing Spider-Man. It was my first book with Todd McFarlane. And that's when I realized, oh, man, the motion that he puts in there, the just just the, the dynamics of it all really was attractive to me. So I was like, all right, I guess this is what I – this is my new dream. So, so from then on, I, I – gun for, for comics for sure yeah no, that's awesome uh, another question here from Brian Folden is there any character that you haven't drawn professionally that you would like to for DC Lobo okay nice. I wouldn't mind doing that I wouldn't mind doing that I mean I t- my two favorites were Hulk and Spidey at Marvel got them uh, Wolverine would be fun yeah. I mean, I used to love X-Men, so that, that might be fun, too, doing yeah, yeah, some yeah. kind of X-Men book. I mean, there's, there's so many things, you know? Now, how crazy is it that you come into to Marvel and, like, your first two books really are their two big flagship titles? I mean, most people have to come, don't they have to work their way up to Amazing Spider-Man? Well, I mean, I don't know how that works. I mean, for yeah. me, I was working, you know, 15 years on Invincible, and, you know, they, they asked me a few times during that run, and I'm like, no, because um, it's just... Invincible is always, always a really good gig, yeah. you know. Uh, Create around is it's a risky book, but when you have a good fan base, then it's it's actually pays very well. Uh, it's, the freedom is ridiculous. So so a lot of times in a Create around book, the pros outweigh the cons. You know what I mean? So. Um, and now that you spend a little bit of time in Marvel and DC, you're going back to create your own after this. Yes. Anything, any hints that you can give us yet, or is it? No, no, early? no hints yet. But uh, yeah, it'll just be. I'm working with a, a writer, okay. and uh, I <laughs> nice. will be drawing with a pencil and a pen. Oh, nice. yeah, yeah, I know, yes, right? Yes, yes. Spoilers. Yes. Well, so, what's it been like uh, writing the last couple issues of Hulk? Oh, it's been crazy awesome. Okay. That, that was a lot of fun. It, I had to use a whole different part of my brain, you know, to really push. Completely different mindset. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've written Grizzly Shark and drew that a while ago, but that's more dark humor. That's kind of like what I was telling you when, you know, before comics, I was really into right. comedy and comic strips and that kind of thing. So that was kind of up my alley, but I had never done, like, a more serious type of superhero book, you know, especially for uh, Marvel. Yeah, it was just kind of... Just one of those things that happened, you know. Donnie, Donnie had to leave. You know, he 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 wanted to take off from Marvel for a while, and uh, they were just left with four issues. Or, or actually, did, did they approach you to finish, or did you say, "Hey guys, I, you, I'm raising my hand here"? We we had a conversation, and they're just like, "We can get a new writer and yeah. and do that." And and I'm like, "Well, I, my contract only went to issue 14, oh, okay. so so, it worked out. so I wasn't going to stay any longer. Yeah. I was just going to finish my my run and and go, but." Uh, so basically, I only had you know those four issues left, and so it was like, well, you can have someone write it, and then they can, there can be a new writer that finishes off your contract, right. and then he can get a new artist and do more of this of this thing. But they decided, all right, let's just let's just end it. Can you finish it in four issues? So, yeah, wow. it was it was pretty crazy yeah. because issue yeah. eleven, Godball was just supposed to be a one shot, and then Donnie was going to come back to John twelve. Yeah. So I wasn't supposed to touch the main story. Okay. So really. When uh, 12 and 13 and 14 came, and so basically I had to sum up the entire series in those three issues, which was, you know, kind of hard, you know, yeah. especially for someone who doesn't write very often. I had to come up with the ending. I had to, f- and you're, you're I had to pick an antagonist and connect How all the dots. How much time did you have to do this, like the last three issues? How much time? How much advance time did you have noticed before you had to do the issues? I don't think there was too much advance time. We were okay. we were running pretty late because okay. you know yeah, the scripts yeah. weren't coming in. So yeah, yeah. it was we were running very late. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, and you still do the humor, right? Like you do a lot of background gags and everything in your books. Yeah, yeah, I, I try to, I try to put that in there somewhere. But you can't overdo it, you know. You can't. Uh, the book is a superhero book, so it has to be kind of a variety, right? Yeah. It's got to have drama. It's got to have. Uh, definitely, I, I want all my books to have some kind of humor, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, Hulk's nice because you got a lot of dynamic scenes you can do and sure. bloody action, which is great. You know, yeah. that's the difference of doing that versus Spider-Man, right? Yeah. Spider-Man's more all ages. I had to tone it down. Yeah, yeah. I was <laughs> censored a bit on that one, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. blood flying. They're like, oh, we got to erase that, no, you know, yeah. tone it down. You and know? your omnibus just came out, your Spider-Man omnibus. Yeah, yeah. 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 And you I actually got it. How many, when that happens, when you, a book happens, how many copies do you get yourself from the publisher? Uh, for the omnibus, just the one. Just the they just one? sent me okay. one book. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But the single issues, they sent me about 10 or something. Okay. Something awesome. like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess we want to uh, we want to go ahead and wrap it up with Ron here. Or do you have any other questions? Yeah, I just wanted to ask. So when Invincible came to Amazon, did you have any like involvement in that? Have you or what do you think about seeing like your art transfer to like the yeah the involvement? I mean, we so me, Corey, and Robert own the property. Okay. Cool. And so yeah, we get to talk about everything. So there's I mean, games, merchandise, all, all okay. of the above. You know, we get to just uh, talk about it and consult on everything. So that's awesome. It, I had no idea that yeah. you own part of Invincible. Oh, absolutely. Well, it makes yeah. sense because you... Issue 8 is when I started, and yeah, through 144, yeah. So so you got to look at everything. Have you seen anything from Season 2? Yeah, for sure. I've, yeah. I've seen all of Season 2, and it's better than Season 1. I mean, really? It, okay. It's kind of blowing my mind. I mean, every I think fans are going to just ramp up on this stuff in Season 3, and, and uh, I think... we got picked up for 2 and 3, right? We got picked up for 2 and 3, and guaranteed we're going to get 4 and 5. I mean, it's, really? it's just too good. It's just yeah. too freaking good. There's no way. They'd be ridiculous to say no to this stuff. It's yeah. just it's so good. And the plan is 5 seasons? No, no. Okay. I'll, I can't tell you the plan yet. Yeah. <laughs> Spoilers, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Awesome, yeah. Cool. Yeah. No, I think, um, well, once again, we want to thank you for coming. And So what do you think of Knoxville? Is your first time? Yeah, first time in, in, uh, in this state. I've okay. never never been to Tennessee before. Yeah. So. Well, welcome to Tennessee. It's absolutely yeah. beautiful. Rolling hills and green yes. trees. I want yeah. some. Yeah. you got to bring some more of that to Utah. Uh, I, I tell you, Utah's a gorgeous state. Uh, yeah, I was there uh, once when I was younger. Yeah, and, and it's almost the northern part of the state is completely different from the southern part of the state, really. It is, yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. So those, those mountains are pretty much my favorite thing. I mean, yes. I, I love those things. Gorgeous. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. Gorgeous place, yeah. for sure. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Good to be here. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah. But thank you again, Ryan, for giving us some time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and thanks for for coming to Free Comic Book Day. And we missed everybody. We missed you last year, but we're glad that you came this year. And it yeah. was yeah, it's a long yeah. day. So thanks. Yeah, yeah, very long day. I don't know if it was like the long day or also the forty X, mm. but I was sore for like the next two <laughs> days. Yeah, yeah, me too. It's it's partly that, and it's partly uh, standing on this concrete. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, you swept the concrete though before free comic day. Oh, I did not. Anthony did. I ah. need to credit Anthony. Anthony did. Okay. Yeah. And did a great Shout job out. on the windows. Shout out to Anthony. Anthony, yeah, fantastic yeah. job. Happy belated birthday. Yeah. yeah. But uh, oh yeah, Anthony, he was so. You could tell he was so happy on Free Comic Day that that people, you know, wished him happy birthday. It was a great day to have a birthday on. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looks uh, like uh, we have a bit of a drawing in this episode as well. That's yep. right. For so, a... yeah, for a $50 gift card, yeah. uh, you can decide if you want to do AMC, Regal, or Cinemark. Right. Um, we don't care. And how did, uh, <laughs> how did you have to enter this one again? So Remind this me. is one where I, as a joke, said, come up and whisper, look at him <laughs> right, in my right. ear, and... 
a lot of people did so. Like uh, liter- literally, right? Literally did. The, some person kind of screamed it a little bit, which yeah. is a little weird. But most of the people did whisper. And I was like in the in the moment, like looking around, see if we may need help. But then I'll hear, look it up, Shipley. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was fun. And yeah. it was cool, too, because I got to put a lot of faces with names. Nice. From oh, like good. Because I would sometimes I'll come in on Tuesday and help Bill, like, um, fill folders although if you don't have a comic in your folder that's a bill issue and that is not ryan um <laughs> completely but ryan. yeah it was uh it was fun it was a fun way to do the it was. Do the drawing uh but yeah this will be a 50 dollar gift card nice yeah um, all right and the winner the winner is brad duncan brad duncan oh, mr duncan brad congratulations but yeah brad duncan brad's gonna be happy 50 dollar gift card yeah. brad, brad's a good guy and yeah. if you add another $50 to that, you can get one 40X ticket. <laughs> <laughs> and a chiropractor visit. <laughs> yeah. Once again, great free comic book day. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I said, we're already, uh, already counting down the days on my calendar next year. Yeah. And thanks, Ryan Otley, for coming out. Absolutely. Uh, we're going to keep this one a little bit shorter. This is a little bonus episode. Yeah. So uh, stick around for the... You're not getting as many antics. <laughs> <laughs> Less shenanigans and hijinks. But uh, stick around for After the Music for our full spoiler review on Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, for now, I'm Mike D. I'm Ryan. And I'm still Bill. Oh, still. Yeah. Oh, nice. It rhymes. I like it. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> still Bill. All right. That's your serial killer name. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now All that right. we're on the other side, uh, let's let's talk full spoilers here. What Ooh. what an emotional, fantastic movie. So first I want to say, do not be Jamie and go to the bathroom during the most important <laughs> scene in the movie. Which scene did she miss? <laughs> she uh, missed the scene where uh, Rocket almost dies and has the, uh, has the, the emotional scene with his uh, girlfriend. In, oh, with Layla? Yeah, with Layla. Yeah, the, the, where he's going to cross over, but has to come yeah. back. Layla yes. played by Linda Cartellini from uh, Hawkeye. And Freaks and Geeks. Yes. Oh, wow. I love her from... That's where nice. I kind of got Freaks a crush on her. Freaks and Geeks was... Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, poor Jamie came back, and it was like... I felt so Right, when he her. was coming back. So. But I was kind of glad for Jamie, because Jamie was... A, we were on a royal roller coaster, mm-hmm. but she also had an emotional roller coaster for the movie. Of course. Like, I think she was crying already yes. Yes, near the beginning of the movie. Mm. Yeah. How could you not? Oh, no. You ha- you have no soul if that yeah. movie doesn't get to you. I mean, if you don't love animals, maybe yeah. you were okay. Ooh. But if you have, yeah, if you like animals. That's but just over, where do you rank it out of the three? Ooh, that's a good question. I, I you know... I almost want to put them evenly. If not, I would say it's a tie with the first one. Uh, you, okay. you kind of really need the first two to get that true emotional impact of the third one, else it wouldn't wouldn't mean as much. Yep. And the first one was just such a perfect movie to me. So I mean, yep. I don't know. They're all good. They're so good. I'm gonna say, and I'm very guilty of recency bias. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have to catch myself sometimes. Yeah. So I'm gonna say, I'm still ranking the first one at the top. Yeah. And the reason being because. I think the first one and the third one are very close. Mm. And I think I'm going to give the first one the edge because I like the soundtrack slightly better than the first one. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. get me wrong. This one had... So good. Dog Days. Okay. Had um, had Faith No More. Yeah. Um, had a great song. Oh, the... Um, the Florence and the Machine. Flaming Lips. Oh, Flaming Perfect. Lips are good uh, in it. Perfect, yes. Um, Space Hog in the meantime. Yes. Yep. Um, and poor Bill had to hear me sing that whole song during... <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, you actually have a kind of a, a sweet voice. Thank oh. you. But um, but no, I, I I would rank. I would. I think I'd rank the first one at the top, then yeah. the third one second, and I think I'd put the ego Kurt Russell third. I think I'm I'm the same there. I but feel, they're very yeah. Mike's right. They're very close. They're so good. They're all good. Yeah. You, d- you didn't see the first one coming. I think that's a big part of the first I one. I think too. It's such f- a surprise. Correct. The first one kind of hits you with the heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, and it is doing well. Like it did have like a big drop from week one and two. It but, did, but you but gotta they, keep it in perspective. But it's perspective because the first week it made 120 million, which is a huge. Yeah. Um, second week it made 60 million, and so I think they said it's the, as far as the sequel goes, the second best second weekend for a Marvel movie. Because you always said that people go right, superhero movies are done, we're, and they're not. Yeah, you just have to have quality. Well, yes, and it's different in post pandemic the same way action movies aren't done yeah yeah, yeah. um you just gotta have a quality action movie comedies yeah. aren't done you just gotta have quality comedies mm-hmm. yeah but yeah as a movie overall mm-hmm. i loved it absolutely like i love that every character got a moment mm-hmm. i think they finally nailed gamora how surprised were you that nobody died none of the guardians died i was I shocked say. that was amazing and i think they kind of knew people thought people were going to die because right. there was a lot of fake-out scenes. Mm-hmm. I was convinced either Drax or Rocket were definitely going to die. So. When it looked at the end that Star-Lord was dead, mm. I was shocked that, number one, I'd made it to the movie without that getting spoiled, <laughs> right. and that Marvel had, had the guts that. to do that. You're right. Yeah. No, yeah. no, I was I was really surprised because I, I kind of thought, like Mike, that Drax was going to be a goner oh, just yeah. because the contract situation with Batista. And, yep. um, and then with, with Rocket, you know, you're kind of like, well, you know, he's, he's robotic, so they could technically rebuild him if something yeah, happens, yeah, yeah. you know, maybe you could. I thought for sure Nebula was definitely dead, that she was going to be yeah. the one that was going to stay behind on the ship just to make sure that uh, yes, everything yes. processed through the way it needed to. Right. So I thought for sure she was dead. She got a great character well, arc. I was about to say, her she character did. really underwent a lot of growth on, in between the three movies. Mm-hmm. And the best thing is, you wouldn't think this from the first movie, mm-hmm. but she ends, the last scene with her is she's smiling. Yeah. Uh, like yeah. she's got peace. Mm-hmm. And that's last song, Florence and the Machine, right? Dog Days Are Over. And you know, on that note too, I'm mm-hmm. really glad that none of the major characters died because that movie's already so soul crushing that if they had, it would have been like too much. I think giving giving it that nice happy ending yep. really kept well, that dark book. Yeah, in. Florence and the Machine. It is Florence and the Machine. There's actually a, a fun TikTok of her watching mm-hmm. that scene with her song, and she just feels super proud to be a part of oh, it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. But no, I think it's good that they didn't kill anybody. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you, the odd. By the way. Why are people still leaving during what? the ends of Marvel movies? I assume that they've either already watched the thing online mm-hmm. and yeah. they're trying to beat the crowd to the bathroom or yeah. trying to beat the crowd to their car. Okay. Uh, and Or maybe it's their second viewing. They went like early Thursday okay. night. I hope so. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, you're right. I mean, at this point, who is getting up and walking out? Yeah. Now, the last 10 credit scenes, nothing really to write home about. No. I don't no. know why you would write home anywhere. <laughs> so, mother. Do I saw mother. God. Are we in the Civil War <laughs> yes. times? Uh, I fear I shan't see volume four. <laughs> Um, but after after the last scene where Peter's uh, talking to his grandfather mm-hmm. and then they go Star-Lord will return mm-hmm. yeah. people cheered in the audience people but were super happy how is he going to return see I think that that's, would be easy to do just because like they're on Earth now he's on Earth yeah, so but, you don't have to have the rest of the, which I honestly don't. He won't return like, in a Guardians movie, do you think? Or? No, I don't no, think so. But because so, I right. would like to see that new Guardians team at the end, because mm-hmm. the Guardians team at the end is Rocket. 
Adam, one of the kids. Adam Warlock. Phyla we got to talk about Adam Warlock. What? Phyla Vell is a little girl. Who yeah. is this? She's um, a long-standing Marvel character that's been in the Guardians. She's oh. uh, one of the cosmic characters, hangs out with the Novas. Oh, wow. Okay. And um, Cosmo. Cosmo. Awesome. And by the way, Cosmo has a good running thread through the whole movie where mm, um, so Sean funny. Gunn has called her a bad dog, mm-hmm. and she takes very much offense to that. Yeah, so funny. She knows that right. she is a good dog. Right. And mm-hmm. I knew they were going to do some kind of scene where she finally gets... Redemption. Yeah, and I cheered in the, in the theater. Yeah, I cheered yes. in that scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But uh, I think we should talk about Adam Warlock. Okay, all right. Um, It's a little tricky because, like, as a comic person that we know who Adam Warlock is and everything... Some people think he was done dirty. Um, well, now there could also be, like we're talking about with Nebula, there, there could be a character progression here. There I, could be. That, yes. Where, you know, because they, they, they build it into the story about how he is hatched out of the ca- cocoon early. Mm-hmm. And did they show that in Guardians 2 in one of the post credit scenes? They there? show the empty cocoon. They do show the empty they cocoon. They do. Okay. I think it's when they're in the, the collector's room? Yeah, yeah like, yep. Okay. Um... But yeah, so they kind of work it in the story. So I hope because I, I'm like most comic book fans, Adam Warlock is especially if you grew up in the '80s and you read like the Jim Starlin stuff with with yeah, Thanos. Yeah, yeah. And, but he he's one of the most beloved cosmic characters that Marvel has. And in the movie, they do kind of portray him almost like a man child, I guess. Yeah. Like if Adam Sandler had superpowers, like Billy Madison, kind of. But um. But I'm hoping that, because it looks like you're right, it looks like he's going to be in the next uh, iteration of Guardians. Yep. So maybe there'll be some character progression or some character growth where we actually see him mature the same way we saw Baby Groot go from Baby Groot mm, to Teen Groot to, to, to mm-hmm. yeah, adult-sized well, Groot. This is something I looked into a little more personally. I knew it loosely, but I wanted to, to brush up on it after the movie. And, you know, when Adam Warlock debuted in the 60s, he was only in two issues of the Fantastic Four mm-hmm. oh. and then three issues of Thor, and he wasn't even called Adam Warlock. It was him. Then, and it was called him mm-hmm. and he was very much like this version of adam warlock where he was um you know he had all the knowledge but no experience so right. he's kind of impetuous and, and and like a baby in a lot of ways and he wasn't around for a lot of issues but that was what his guardians of the galaxy character was like he was just naive and new so mm-hmm. I, I think this was very much an origin story for adam warlock okay, and we'll, we'll get to the adam warlock everyone knows but gun took it all the way back to the original yeah. incarnation so yeah, because I remember some people were mad that he didn't show up in the Infinity stuff, but mm. I think it was good they didn't because it would be too late in that whole storyline sure. to suddenly show to explain, Adam. Because in the original story, he has the soul gem. Mm. Yep. Um, he's actually the last one that Thanos has to get the gem from. Yeah, I think it would just be too much. But um, but yeah, I'm excited to see. Uh, I'd imagine the Guardians are going to show up at least. Because the team now doesn't have like... Drex. I don't think Nebula was there either. No, no. no. They're the staying only with the kids, members, right? Yeah. Dra- um, yeah. Rocket and Groot were the only two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think that would be easy if they do have the Guardians show up in Infinity War without having to have Drax or Mantis, even though I would love for Mantis to come back. Such a good character. Mantis right. stole my heart in, in, in Volume 3. She mm. was so good in well, that movie. And she's fantastic in the Christmas special also. Yes. yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that Christmas special, so good. With, and her, with her and Drax. The line where she says, you're no longer Drax the Destroyer, you're Drax the Dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Yeah, everybody had such a good character arc in that movie. Well, and I think that's kind of why we shouldn't have been surprised that James Gunn didn't kill anyone mm. because yeah. it wouldn't really fit with the spirit of the other two movies, I don't think. No, I, I, I um, agree. It would have been a little dark and kind of against like kind of the family theme of the movie. Yeah. So uh, I think I'm ultimately, even though it may have been more realistic for one of them to, to bite the dust, yeah. I think I'm glad that he kind of went with the comic book ending. I, 
I'm glad too because yeah. that's that's where I think the Guardians movies hold I mean, up is their doesn't crowd. it feel like the, I mean doesn't Guardians feel like the most like a comic to you yeah and they're crowd mm, yeah. pleasers yeah. yeah which is why like I know some people are nervous about how James Gunn is going to do Superman mm-hmm. I'm excited but that's mm-hmm. it's astonishing to me how James Gunn can walk these two worlds you know he can make these B-level movies that are crude and shocking and bloody and edgy uh, and he brings a little bit of that to the Guardians, but again, he just has, in the other hand, this amazing sensibility of just heartfelt goodness, and mm-hmm. he just knows how to make you care about these characters, and it, it's a skill that a lot of people don't have to be able to do both of those things, and he's just a master. Yeah, None. Yeah. I'm looking like, forward to his DC I've never projects. had an issue with any James Gunn movie. No. They've all been fun. Yeah. yeah. Marvel's loss is DC's gain. Yeah, and it sounds like... <laughs> There's going to be a lot of actors from Marvel that are going to be coming to DC with James. Well, this may not even be Marvel's loss because mm-hmm. if you look at mm-hmm. if you look at it like competition is good. Uh, so if you look at it in a wrestling kind of a, a yeah. purview of, of WWF, WCW, yep. WWE is never better than when you have competition. So yep. if DC is really good, it may make Marvel up their game, right? Yeah. I mean, it could be like, yeah. But yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think, I think we're unanimous here. I'm, I'm hungry. Are you hungry? I'm so hungry. Are you hungry? I think so. Let's go okay. eat. Let's go All eat. Right. Yeah. Thank you for being here, everybody. Um, I hope you enjoyed Guardians as much as we did. Go and see it. Thanks again to Ryan Otley, and hope you enjoyed his interview. And We'll see you later. I'm Mike D. I'm Ryan. And I'm still Bill. Bill.